You're rocking with the voice of town view. We put our spin on trending topics and school news. Thought provoking, insightful, we speak the truth. We do it for all ages, not just for the youth. Uh, listen close, you might learn something. Or laugh so hard, you split your side of something. Uh, live stream a podcast. Whenever you tune in, it's sure to be a blast. Uh, let's be honest, you don't want to miss that. Content so real, you're going to want to run it back. We keep you entertained while making an impact. Want form and announcements? Well, this is not that. Uh, Sports, pop, culture, political, whatever you like, we got you covered, bro. Uh, it's a movement more than just a show. It's KSB Elmer Radio. I'm closer to the music. Broadcasting live from Marvin E. Robinson School of Business and Management, Dallas, Texas. My radio station. We are KSB Elmer Radio, the voice of Town View. Hello, and welcome to KSVM Radio, the voice of Tommy. I'm your host, Ghost, and these are my fellow hosts. I'm Jim. Emilio. And I'm Jamal. And today we are joined by KSVM Townview's one and only Korean teacher, Ms. Seom Young Kim. Ms. Seom Young Kim, <laughs> Ms. Kim, would you share a bit, a bit about us, a bit about yourself today? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, the only <laughs> Korean teacher in Townview. Yes. Uh, I teach Korean one and two. And I've been, this is my third year in Town View, and I've been loving it, loving my students and schools, and I couldn't be happier. Well, that's good to hear. So, starting off with our first question, tell us, uh, tell us about your time in high school. What particular classes or extracurricular activities did you participate in that infinitely sparked your interest in learning? Yeah, I was interested in a lot of various things. Um, I loved crafts, arts, uh, as well as world languages. In Korea, I uh, grew up in Korea, so I had to uh, you know, go through the educational system in Korea, and it's pretty strict in terms of how heavily they try to teach things. Mm-hmm. And so I was learning English, right, on top of Korean language. I was also learning G- uh, German and Chinese. Oh, wow. Yes, that was a lot. So by the time I became 10 years old, uh, I memorized about 2,000 Chinese characters, which kind of built my language, you know, foreign language uh, learning ability. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, when you think about my career as a teacher, for, uh, as a you know, foreign language teacher, I think that that really formed my talent. Mm-hmm. And then of course, I loved art and I loved, you know, a lot of different things. And so, um, you know, you can see when you come to my uh, Korean class, you will see a lot of artistic stuff in there. Mm-hmm. You know that shows uh, Korean culture as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so, um, going back to the you know question, um, extracurricular activities. A lot of uh, also uh, for art, uh, I loved embroidery. You know uh, stuff, and mm-hmm. so uh, I've done a lot of stitching. I could have never done knitting, but yes, I <laughs> enjoyed a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Um, can I can I ask real quick? You said you learned four languages. Mm-hmm. How did you balance all that? You know, I mentioned a little bit about uh, how I memorized 2,000 Chinese characters, right? Mm -hmm. And when you think about Chinese characters, I'm not sure how familiar uh, you guys looked into uh, each, you know, characters, Chinese characters, but there's a lot going on, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And you will be thinking like, wow, where to start, right? Even writing, where are you gonna start, right? Mm-hmm. But for me, uh, I went to this uh, special uh, inst- uh, institute where they break down all the strokes. 
and then they make it into a story. Within one Chinese character, they made a story to um, go back to the you know the meaning of each word, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, I make a lot of nonsense jokes in my Korean <laughs> <laughs> class, if you know, you know, we had a symbol of a shield. It's mm -hmm. called a shield. It looks like a shield. And Limbert actually was the legendary guy <laughs> who came up with this idea. Uh, he said, oh, yeah, it looks like a shelter. So it has a shield sound. Like this kind of nonsense joke or some kind of association, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you are connecting your previous experience to a new world, right? Uh, that way you can easily remember those things. And so um, uh, that's what I, you know, uh, I built my talent in doing so, and then now I'm using that talent in my career. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So speaking of previous experiences, did you have a significant experience with an educator during your high school experience that inspired you to pursue education? That's a very good question because in high school, in my high school, I always told everybody, okay, I'm not going to be a teacher. Uh, it was just because that I think um, as a you know high school student I was childish a little bit immature right mm. uh, everybody goes through that and uh, compared to you know uh, myself now uh, I always said okay I'm not gonna be a government officer I'm not gonna be a teacher you know and so then you know um, um, I didn't want to become a teacher uh, however uh, my very first career was actually being a teacher <laughs> and then I found my talent and uh, I loved it. Uh, the best part was uh, communicating with my students. Mm -hmm. And so uh, from there, I had to move to America. And when I moved to America, because I had an uh, economics degree, mm -hmm. uh, I started to work with the Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. And then uh, later on, when I moved to Texas, uh, I worked in uh, Capital One Auto Finance mm -hmm. as an auditor. So uh, working in you know different um, companies like that, I always miss teaching students. Mm -hmm. And so... Of course, my previous, you know, uh, experience in uh, teaching, right, really made me um, miss teaching forever. It was more than a decade. So finally, I'm here. You know, uh, uh, before uh, joining Tom View, uh, I worked in a Korean Heritage School as well, mm -hmm. and uh, for about two years, and it really made me uh, realize. I have to do this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it was your calling. Exactly. Um, back to that first year of teaching in Korea. What subject did you teach? Back to what? The first year of teaching in Korea. Mm -hmm. Like, what subject did you teach? I taught English, English, which is a foreign language for them. Mm -hmm. oh. And my, you know, favorite level uh, was the high school students mm -hmm. because I can make you know this kind of connection, right? We yeah. can. Um, talk about life, we can, you know, uh, educate, even teach each other. Mm -hmm. I learn a lot from my students, so yeah, I like this relationship. I've taught um, first grade and second grade in my, uh, at some point in Korean Heritage School. Uh, it was fun, it was very fun. I did a lot of fun stuff with little kids, right? Mm -hmm. But I miss that connection with the high school students. Yeah. And uh, for that reason, I think we are doing really, really good, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wanted to ask, um, we know you're an international student, mm -hmm. so I wanted to, um, could you elaborate on your involvement with the Georgia Southern University as an international student while you were attending Kim Young University? Mm -hmm. 
So by that time, I already had an experience of uh, working as an intern in Hilton Hotel in Florida mm -hmm. uh, for about a year. And then I went back to Korea and then I came back as an exchange student to mm -hmm. Georgia. Mm -hmm. So um, when I went back to Korea after you know that uh, internship program, internship uh, program at Hilton, uh, somebody told me being an exchange student is not that hard. It's not that difficult. Mm. <laughs> I guess she was an excellent student, right? Yeah. But then, uh, by then, of course, you know, I already had an experience of being in America. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I was like, what next, right? I'm mm -hmm. looking for some uh, challenges in my life for the next step. And um, she came across, you know, um, it was uh, in our... English, some kind of English uh, class, mm -hmm. and uh, she was explaining how it is doable to mm -hmm. try, you know, mm -hmm. challenge yourself, go ahead and try, because it's uh, really doable, because a lot, not a lot of people try to do it, try mm -hmm. to uh, go for it, you will have a chance. So then I started to study you know, a little bit more in English, and you know I tried to work on my GPA. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of things that I had to work on for a while, like mm -hmm. at least a year. Yeah. Um, if I knew all the steps that I took, I'm not sure if I was going to become an uh, exchange student or not. But because, oh, okay, this is really doable, right? Mm -hmm. And I kind of looked down on the you know path. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got this. Uh, in other words, I look at it as a confidence, right? Mm -hmm. I was confident enough that, okay, I got this. I will have to make this happen. I was determined. So then uh, I spent uh, about uh, a year to prepare, and I went through all the tests and interviews and everything. And it was not easy at all. It was not easy at all. But I was very glad that I went through all those steps, and I got the second place of all those students who applied, mm -hmm. and I was able to pick the uh, university in Georgia, mm -hmm. which I really wanted to go. So, yeah, it was such a privilege as an um, exchange student over there. And how did this affect your outlook in education, and what offers did you receive being in Georgia's university? So, uh, if you remember, I came as an intern, mm -hmm. right, when I was in uh, college. So, I was already an in, uh, adult. Mm -hmm. I didn't really have a high school education when I was coming, you know, when I came to America. Mm -hmm. And so, as an exchange student, I experienced a part of the education system in America, which is totally also different than, you know, high school education mm -hmm. system. However, even now, I can imagine how I was, right? How I was as a student, as an exchange student, as a foreign student, as a, uh, just, you know, I, I try to put myself into a, into, um, just being a uh, American student, mm -hmm. right? And so uh, that's really helpful, even um, as a teacher, because I can always picture myself, okay, it's really easy for me to uh, imagine what you might be going through as a high school student mm -hmm. in America specifically, yeah. Because yeah. you have that prior experience exactly. like with the culture mm -hmm. exchange mm -hmm. and everything like yeah. that. And I'm sure the students really appreciate like you as a hardworking student, mm -hmm. being able to see them as a hardworking student Thank too. Thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so there must have been some difficulties adjusting from the life in the United States coming from Korea. Uh, what were some obstacles you faced uh, in adjusting your new life, and how did you overcome them? 
um, there's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I really, you know, had to think about um, this question. Even like my husband, uh, he's not from Korea, mm -hmm. yeah. and so we, I went through a lot of culture. Uh, what they say, culture shock, right? Mm -hmm. yes. But I'm not gonna say uh, just because I'm saying culture shock is a negative thing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes um, it was a learning experience for many, many years. And uh, when I became a teacher, I realized that all the previous you know, experience with my husband or the reaction, I could imagine what you guys might be react, mm -hmm. you know, when I bring something new, something different, you know, and then I start to say, hey, instead of saying weird, why don't we start to say different? Mm -hmm. What are the differences, right? And so, um, um, Realizing the differences, right? Um, here, in, uh, it's just uh, surprising. Sometimes it's surprising, very surprising. And so, but the attitude was very important. How you mm -hmm. uh, perceive it, and then how you're gonna accept it. And so, I try to teach my students, hey, be prepared, right? I try to give you, uh, give my students um, expected reaction. Mm -hmm and prepare, or I try to look a little bit, okay, maybe sometimes sugarcoat a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just to joke about it, right? And uh, hey, for example, um, I try, um, when we were experiencing rice cakes, um, a lot of people thought that that was a weird, it had a weird texture, uh, right? But hey, knowing that it's just the rice powder and water, combination of, you know, some kind of powder and sugar, a little bit of sugar maybe, a little bit of salt, water, that's it. And this is just the creation of you know scientific reaction, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, realizing that my students do not have that fear. Mm -hmm. Like why is this squishy? They don't have to think like that, right? So I try to be prepared to prepare my students, <laughs> right? And uh, uh, because of all this you know, uh, culture shock, uh, before joining Tom View, I think I was pretty ready. Like I can imagine how you're gonna um, accept, you know, differences. Mm -hmm. yeah. With that in mind, that kind of reminds me of like the reason why we're even taught like foreign languages in school, right? Exactly. So we be, be, we can become more open-minded, and when we go inclusive, out, yeah, mm -hmm. and when we go into the world, we can accept these new experiences. Exactly. And when you have, when you accept the differences, when you include others by uh, being confident with yourself, mm -hmm. you can empower others as well. Mm -hmm. And when you empower others, you became the leader of the group. Whatever you uh, might be, uh, you be, you be, you know, you shine. Yeah. You know what I mean? In front of all others, mm -hmm. uh, when you have fear, when you have uh, doubts about yourself, it shows. Mm -hmm. right? It shows. Uh, and so, um, those people who include others and uh, recognize their adversities, they always shine and they become the leader of everywhere. Yeah. So I kind of want to add on to his question. Um, so obviously you came from a Korean high school. I want to know the differences between an American high school and a Korean high school. Okay, it's so different. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. I was born okay. ready. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, if you look at the, you know, like a, the system itself, like a timetable, right? They don't have, 
I'm going to talk about only when I was young, though, okay. because the Korea, you know, try the country, the people always try to change and improve. So I cannot say this is a. Just for everybody in Korea, mm -hmm. but I'm just gonna ex uh, explain my experience when I was young, and uh, we did not have. I did not have any um, block schedule like A and B, okay. and it was more like 40 minutes of elementary school, like uh, uh, each hour will be 40 minutes, oh. yeah, and then each period I should say, mm -hmm. uh, each period was um, uh, 40 minutes for elementary schools. 45 minutes for uh, middle school and 50 minutes for high school. And then the students stay in the classroom. The teachers come to you. Mm -hmm. So you don't have time to go around, right? Mm -hmm. You just stay. So there were a lot of students who are even studying for that break time, which was even 10 minutes. Like here, we have only five. Mm -hmm. And then you have to go, right? Yeah. <laughs> Over there. They have 10 minutes, and then there were so many students who would spend time studying, memorizing things, reading things. Of course, I'm not saying everybody did that, but mm -hmm. there are a lot of students who, who try to study. You know, we're just trying to get to class on time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think the system itself is trying to help the students, right, to stay once, uh, I guess, one location mm -hmm. and focus on their work, I guess. I mean, I'm trying to always um, try to interpret, you know, the good part of the system, right? Yeah. And so then for you guys, though, you get to experience while you are moving around. Um, I feel like you are very, you're getting comfortable with changes. Mm -hmm. I do see the tendency of you know Korean students, some Korean students not wanting to change sometimes and just stay, you know, in their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But for you guys, it's very, very natural. Even um, a drastic, you know, changes, I can see you guys are very ex receptive, right? Mm -hmm. So like um, even that one fact is very different, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, and another thing that a lot of time, you, you know, uh, students that I teach, uh, they get shocked by this fact. They have a study whole time mm -hmm. after their regular classes. So I told you about, you know, uh, for Korean, uh, no, for high school students, they have 50 minutes of a lesson, mm -hmm. and then they have 10 minutes of break, and then 15 minutes, and then 10 minutes of break. So how many periods do they have usually? At least about eight, right? Eight a day? Mm -hmm. Yeah, eight a day. And then they have a lot more subjects too. Mm -hmm. And for you guys, you have, you know, uh, you probably have different types of electives, different mm -hmm. types of, you know, requirements. For them, they learn everything all together. So, for example, world history, they always study, like throughout their high school. Korean history, throughout our high school, they keep studying. Mm -hmm. Like they don't, you know, stop. Uh, they don't learn only for one year, and then they don't have to do it anymore. They don't go through that kind of system. Yeah. They, you know, try to remember things, right? But again, there's always good and bad about, you know, one fact. And mm -hmm. when you think about it, can they remember so many different things like that? It's not easy, right? Mm -hmm. It yeah. is not easy. So when you think about the efficiency, you cannot say this is only better than the other one, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So uh, your background in econo economics and finance is impressive. Thank you. Uh,
<laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. As you re- as you receive a bachelor's in economics from Kim Young University in, in uh, can you? In Kim Young University is correct. Yeah. In Daegu, Korea. Daegu, Daegu Korea. Korea. Uh-huh. We're we're employed at at Wells Fargo Home Mortgage and later Capital One and and Auto Finance, as you mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. You you were employed at Wells Fargo Home. How how did you how, how did your path from finance lead you to one in education? Um, if you remember, you know when I came to America, uh, just permanent to permanently move, right? Because I married my husband, you know, who's not from Korea. Um, I got a, like job job offers or interview opportunities from different banks because mm-hmm. I had economics degree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then I told you I had to uh, stop my career as an English teacher for Korean high school students over there, mm-hmm. right? But it was something that I, it was really hard to stop. I was like, oh, I really love to do this, but I really love to, you know, marry this guy as well. <laughs> like I was, you know, uh, trying to figure out what I really wanted to do. And when I had to move, I was sad. I was really sad, but there were a lot of you know good opportunities as well, and I was shocked by the fact that I was getting calls from different you know banks and mm-hmm. companies, uh, and so after working in you know those um, uh, fields for about thirteen years, right, um, this position came along. Uh, it was a very mir- uh, it was like a miracle. One day I got a text message from you know. Um, Dallas ISD, uh, which I had a you know connection with because I was trying to get into um, public high school in America. Mm. Uh, I had a really good relationship with people, and um, you know one time um, I within within a few hours the interview will be starting. And when you think about it, if you're not flexible about time, it's gonna be like what. In a few hours, mm-hmm. I have to be in the interview. You are gonna feel uncomfortable. You're not gonna feel feel prepared. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking that, okay, if I don't take this opportunity, I'm not gonna have this kind of you know opportunity again. Mm-hmm. For how long? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, oh, I don't know. I whether I'm ready or not, I have to take this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So then I went to the interview. As soon as I was getting out of the you know uh, interview. Uh, in the place, uh, the principal, right, at the time, uh, offered me the, the job. That's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so um, now, as a teacher, um, all the experiences in you know, different banks, right? And I was an auditor, and so I had to be very accurate all the time because mm-hmm. you know, my team was looking for errors that uh, employees might be making, mm-hmm. and uh, I was the one who coached um, my employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say uh, Limberth, you know, completed a task, right? Mm-hmm. And then my team, would, let's say Samantha was my team, and she was, you know, uh, she would go over your work completed, and then look for any errors you might have made, mm-hmm. something like that, right? Yeah. And then I go into your work. And then I would, you know, recheck everything. Mm-hmm. So this kind of, you know, uh, job uh, requires a lot of uh, accuracy, right? Mm-hmm. High accuracy and uh, attention to details. Mm-hmm. 
to be able to say, hey, what you are, what you've done is not correct. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be so accurate all the time. And so it was not an easy job, but I was good at it. Mm -hmm. And coming to uh, Townview, um, I realized, you know, as a future, a member of the society, right, for you guys, mm -hmm. I know what you guys have to build for your competencies, right? Mm -hmm. And so that really, really affected me. I'm a Korean language teacher, but if the foreign language is not going to be used for your life, or it means something for your life, why we teach, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, there are a lot of research that says, hey, if you learn uh, foreign language, you know, you're going to be, uh, I, I even have data here. Uh, it actually is about, you know, uh, on average, students who travel score 19% higher on their SAT. Um, they hold a GPA that's 23% higher and they are also 30% more likely to attend college. Mm -hmm. And then they're also 61% uh, uh, more likely to be employed full-time. There are a lot of good researches, right? Mm -hmm. This is for the students who travel. Mm -hmm. But where do you travel, right? Yeah. Like in yeah. different countries and you try to learn languages. There are also a lot of good um, data out there. Oh, learning foreign language will uh, different uh, languages will help you to become smarter right? <laughs> and mm -hmm. um, accomplish mm -hmm. more things in life. And so um, that's what I try to connect, right? From mm -hmm. my experience in uh, a corporate world, I try to also introduce what really matters in your life, right? And so, yeah, that's what I always try to keep in mind. You came very prepared, didn't you? I care. Right? I care about you guys. I care about Tom View. Again, um, I love being here. So yeah. It shows. Thank you. <laughs> so in your time here with your background from Korea, how do you incorporate your diverse culture in the classroom? So um, if you're in my uh, Korean class, you will see a lot of culture experience. Mm -hmm. I try to introduce not only the language, but also, you know, food, uh, games, Korean history, and uh, you name it, right? Mm -hmm. I will bring it to you, you know. <laughs> uh, that, uh, you know, the mindset I have as a, a teacher, you know, I always try, okay, diverse, diverse um, our class uh, comes from actually the fact that uh, I learned three years of German mm -hmm. in my uh, high school. Uh, however, not knowing any um, culture of uh, German, uh, Germany, uh, I didn't learn any of the language. I, I should say I, I didn't learn. I don't remember anything anymore. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, we learned a little bit of a world history, right, mm -hmm. about Germany, right? However, um, I did not learn about the country so much. So then that's when I started to realize, okay, if you guys don't know anything about Korean culture, you're not going to learn, you're not going to be able to learn the language well. Mm -hmm. And so not only I try to uh, introduce uh, the culture in Korea, um, when I teach Korean, you know, vocabularies, I try to always ask uh, Spanish. Oh. <laughs> That's what I always do. Because we st find a lot of similarities. Uh, finding different things is, you know, sometimes fun. Like, 
I think that uh, a lot of students in my class uh, start to feel like, okay, finding differences is actually a fun thing, not a weird thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's very interesting mm -hmm. to see the differences and also the similarities, right? Mm -hmm. And so I try to uh, respect right, all other um, culture in my classroom. I always try to ask. And also, um, an, uh, another example that I try to diverse the culture here, uh, you probably know the Korean, you know, famous Korean masks, right? Oh, Traditional yes. masks. Yeah. I always tell everybody, hey, you do not have to make it look like Korean traditional masks at all. I want you to infuse how you see, right? Like, or um, interpret your own culture and then put, inject that, you know, uh, uh, factor of your own culture into uh, this artwork. Mm -hmm. And then I see, you know, so many beautiful Korean traditional masks that are interpreted with your eyes, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it became pretty iconic for mm -hmm. our Korean class, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, um, that will be another uh, example that I have, you know, uh, example of the effort that I make uh, to diverse the mm -hmm. culture in my class. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful, especially like now that like the world has become so much more connected. It's great that we can see that here in our own school. Yes, yes. Oh, so going back to the mask, I saw a bad bunny one. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was really yeah. interesting. I like yeah. seeing them and walking by yeah. and seeing your classroom. Yeah. They are real head turners. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know, um, every year students you know perform better and better mm -hmm. and better. Mm -hmm. And I also think that you know I don't think oh my students are getting better. It's it's not a coincidence, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm learning from you guys as well. Yeah, so we grow together, yeah. truly. Yeah. Um, what were some of your most memorable experiences here at Tongue Magnet Center? Oh, wow. Did you have that question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, you know, every time, um, every moment, um, I had a lot of miracles. So let's say, oh, wow. This, I mean, there are too many stories. It's so hard to you know, pick just one. Mm -hmm. um, I think the relationship between, you know, let's say challenging students, right? Mm -hmm. uh, challenging students meaning, sometimes I feel very challenged by the students who are not very motivated to learn. Mm -hmm. That's the very, uh, you know, one of the uh, most difficult situation for me. And, um, I try to keep build uh, the relationship with the, those students because I did not jump into just judging them mm -hmm. right away. Why did not do they not have you know right attitude you know or a sound attitude or mindset? I did not. Uh, I uh, I decide not to blame them, but I try to understand. Uh, I try to remember uh, the hardship that I might be going through when I was in high school, right? Mm -hmm. Because my high school was. You know, my childhood was, was pretty uh, strict and hard. It was very tough. So I try to understand you guys, my, you know, uh, and um, without judging, I wait. Mm -hmm. I patiently try to wait. And there were a few miraculous, you know, moments where this particular student, okay, uh, when she was in her uh, freshman year, she always had this face, you know, unhappy face. Yeah, unhappy face. And uh, 
I used to think, okay, is this about me, right? Because she hates to be here. You know, I was very curious about why she would act in front of me or to me. One day I asked her, hey, how are you doing? And, you know, we made a little bit, you know, just a, a small talk, right? Mm -hmm. And she told me that she had a rough day or every day in the morning with her mom. Mm -hmm. And she explained the fact that it was always not me, right? But uh, the negative conversation that continue, you know, every morning with her mom. See, like I, if I just decided to judge her, right, without waiting for her and asking her, I would have been, you know, I would have categorized her as a bad student, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. But I'm so, I was so glad that I asked that question and I started to understand her better. Mm -hmm. Now, a year later, right? No, about six months later, you know, we started a new school year. She came to Korean too. Mm -hmm. I never had a face with that kind of smile on her. Yes. She gave me a huge hug, literally. Yeah. She was so happy to see me, and I've never seen her face with that kind of smile before. So she went through the summer break, and you know, she got older, she became a sophomore, right? Mm -hmm. And she was way more mature, and she started to tell me how much she missed me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And this is not the only time that I experienced. There were many miraculous you know, moments um, that I have with the students, mm -hmm. and you know, one of uh, some of my favorite uh, moments, though, just to change the topic a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> all those in the celebration, mm -hmm. like Hispanic, you know, Heritage um, mm -hmm. Month, and uh, all those events and you know things that you guys create and you know do. Uh, I love those things, you know. So what message would you like to convey to your students and community about the importance of language learning? Language learning. Like I said earlier, um, you become more inclusive, right? You are more sensitive about uh, differences, mm -hmm. which will lead you to include others, and you become more confident from um, recognizing others. Mm -hmm. And so then you become also a successful leader of the society. Yeah. So besides world languages, mm -hmm. what hobbies or activities do you currently enjoy oh. most in your free time? Okay. I have too many hobbies, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> As a mom, I feel like, you know, supporting my kids, my own kids, um, is part of a hobby. It's, it may sound a little bit uh, funny but or weird, but um, I really, really educate them, you know, closely. Um, after their school, I take care of them with their extracurricular stuff. One of the activities that they do is a Taekwondo, mm. Korean traditional martial art, right? Mm. And so then, you know, after a few months of you know going to the class with them, I was just watching, you know, uh, they put why they perform. Mm -hmm. One day I decided to join them. <laughs> yeah, and so I've been in a Taekwondo class for about mm, a year. Yeah, mm. a year, and then I have. Uh, blue belt. Mm -hmm. So I love that. It's a pretty tough uh, exercise. It's not as, I never imagined it's how tough that is. Mm -hmm. And you have to have a, a lot of muscles and strength. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I've built 
this, you know, uh, physical strength, right? Mm -hmm. I love that. And then I love uh, my Arabic dance class, mm -hmm. which I go every morning, uh, every Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course, I want to sleep late, right, mm -hmm. on uh, Saturday mornings, right? Mm -hmm. But I decide to go and I dance in the morning. Um, what else do I have? What did I, what was I thinking about? Do you still continue like um, the arts and crafts I used to do in high school? That's something that I want to do, but I think I'm more into training my kids now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to paint a lot, I used to draw a lot, mm -hmm. but now I'm into train, you know, training my kids and I always try to, you know, search for opportunities that will you know, make them better, you know, mm -hmm. and they have the uh, better skill in drawing and painting and things like that. Mm -hmm. I started uh, number by paint. Oh, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> because it will give you a very, you know, satisfying result, right? Mm -hmm. And um, um, I loved it, but it's not as creative. Mm -hmm. At some point in my life, I want to do more paintings and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I'm more into my kids mm -hmm. and help them how to, you know, uh, become better at it. My kids also do like a piano. I teach them mm -hmm. piano. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I used to play piano a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. But <laughs> now I'm more into teaching them. Mm -hmm. You see how kind of shifted, right? My yeah. role from enjoying, you know, the person who enjoyed my hobby too. You know, educating my students and educating my kids. Um, I sometimes tell my, you know, um, acquaintances and my friends that teaching is, is actually my hobby. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Uh, teaching is my hobby, and I enjoy doing it. Um, if I enjoy it more and more, it will be my best hobby, right? Yeah. yeah. So going back to you liking to be teaching and teaching as a hobby, what does a perfect educational day look like for you? I get motivated by uh, students who are motivated to learn. Mm -hmm. um, it makes me feel a little sad when there's no purpose of you know being presented you know, in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And so uh, perfect day for me, all the students are motivated to learn, and staying curious, mm -hmm. right? And um, in their mind, they have the purpose of being there, um, and they develop their competences, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and talent. I understand that because, like personally, like mm -hmm. it's your hobby, right? Mm -hmm. And you, it's so satisfying to see mm -hmm. people accept it the way you do. Exactly, exactly. And I basically want to share, you mm -hmm. know, share what I think is matters to you, mm -hmm. you know, and then. I'm knocking in their mind, hey guys, you know, I'm trying to share this much, but then when uh, I realize hey, they are not interested, right, mm -hmm. then that's sad, right? Yeah. But uh, when they have that open mindset and they uh, start to be interested in learning, that, that, yeah, that is the best day for me, yeah. Well, we're very happy to have you here today, Ms. Kim. Do you have any other closing words you would like to say before we leave? Um, I'm very excited to see how things are going to go in Tom View as far as, you know, the Korean uh, classes are. Uh, we are going to 
I'm planning to go to Korea with my students mm -hmm. in 2025. Mm -hmm. yes. Yes. Exciting trip. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm going to have an interesting meeting mm -hmm. uh, this Thursday at 6 p.m. You know, in our class, and we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm very excited. I uh, visit Korea every year uh, personally, mm -hmm. and I start to think about, okay, having to include my students mm -hmm. in that uh, experience. And I feel like we are there, our spirit is there, mm -hmm. we are, you know, more motivated and ready. And so I'm not scared of trying, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we'll have a great trip to mm -hmm. Korea in 2025. Yeah, I'm excited Yay. to hear that. Yay. Yay. So we're very happy to have you here today. Yes. And for Good our viewers at home, don't forget to follow us on our social medias down below. And thank you, Ms. Kim, for joining us today. Stay thank awesome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. to KSBM Radio, the voice of Townview. My radio station. We hope you enjoyed the great content and great discussion, all from a student's perspective. Make sure to follow us on Twitter for the latest updates at KSBM underscore TVT or on Facebook at KSBM Radio. Add them on Facebook. Check them on Facebook. Take care.